Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast this year. Museum quality I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. On today's I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, Michael Jordan is 60 and the young stars of the NBA still will not compete in the NBA slam dunk contest. I am upset. I am infuriated. I am frustrated. Plus, Don Lemon needs to be fired from CNN. Disco Don Lemon needs to be fired from CNN. I don't know if he's in the morning CNN or the evening CNN, but he has to go. I break down why. Plus a fantastic, disturbing, sick fucking documentary on Hulu. I break it down. I review it. It's disturbing. It's fascinating, but it's what we do. All that morning, fantastic, hard-hitting, museum-quality Iron Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Start this puppy up with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real loud. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real funky. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Let's fucking go. Say it one more time. A biggity boom. Have no fear. The I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. 
My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the White Chocolatito, a.k.a. White Magic Mike. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody is feeling sane. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, coming live and direct from New York City. You hear the sounds of New York in the background. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. The window is opened here in the gloom tomb because it is Indian summer. Is that what they call it? Indian, it's hot, not hot, it's warm. It's not even warm, it's just beautiful here in New York City. Little overcasty today, but the entire week has been 50 and at a couple of points, 60 degrees. If you could believe that, smack dab in the middle of February. So I wouldn't quite say it's Indian summer, but it's it's very nice out. It's very, 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 very nice out. And I appreciate it because it's it's February. And that's not what I expect. That's not what I'm used to. That's not what the people of New York City are used to during the middle of February. Anyway, Michael Rappaport here, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo. Hope everybody's feeling good. Chilling out, resting up from a, like I said, 25 days on the road. Glad to be back in New York. Glad to sleep in my own bed. So I'm getting ready to go in March. I got some shows. I'm going to be in Milwaukee. March 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. I'm going to be in Cleveland, March 10th and 11th. And I am going to be in Indianapolis, March 23rd, 24th, 25th. March 2nd, I'll be in Milwaukee. 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, Cleveland, on March 10th and 11th. Shout out to my man, DJ Moist. I know you're going to be hosting and chaperoning me out there in Cleveland, right, DJ Moist? And then I'll be in Indianapolis the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. But what I'm going to do these next couple of trips on the road, and, and I've never done this. I did it once like with the Dust Brothers. We were performing somewhere. But I'm so sick and tired of staying in hotels. Like I said, the last time I was in a hotel... I was laying in the bed and I could feel the cracks and crevices and the creases in the bed from the hundreds of other people that have slept there. And I was disgusted. So do people mess? Do people fuck with Airbnbs? Do you guys uh, fuck around with Airbnbs? Do you stay in Airbnbs? Because when I go to Milwaukee, I've already booked an Airbnb. I talked to a couple of people that Use Airbnb, I got the recommendations and the reviews and how to kind of do it. And there's no guarantees and the pictures make things look better. And I'm splurging a little bit to try to make sure that I have the best situation. But, you know, being on the road, staying in these hotel rooms, some of them, the windows don't open up. And you're breathing in all that shit air and all that stuff. I said, fuck it, man. I need to, I need to try to be more comfortable on the road. I'm going to start bringing my... My own silk pillowcase, protect my skin. Can't stand these 
scruff rough pillowcases. But do you guys fuck around with Airbnbs? L- let me know your thoughts and opinions. You know how to reach me. You can DM me on Instagram is probably the best way. Or you can email us, Podcast at gmail.com. Let me know tricks of the trade, thoughts, opinions on Airbnb life. Like I said, I booked one in Milwaukee, and I'm praying, hoping that I'm comfortable. Because I get very uncomfortable very easily. Uh, But all tickets, all information for those shows, Milwaukee, Cleveland, and Indianapolis, during the month of March, are available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com, michaelrappaportcomedy.com. And uh, it's another All-Star Weekend, NBA All-Star Weekend, and I don't even know if I'm going to watch the game this year. Uh, I know I'm getting old. I've always said All-Star Weekend is for the kids. I mean, I'm sure I'll turn it on. There's no football on. They're talking about USFL football starts in four days. And I, I was talking to uh, Dust Brother Jordan Winter the other day, and we were like, not for us, motherfucker. I ain't watching USFL. I could give a shit about the USFL. Listen, I don't care. They've tried this in the past. I don't care. I'm just getting over the Super Bowl. I'm just getting over the Fantasy football season, I need a football break, and the last thing I'm going to do is be watching USFL. Get the fuck out of here. They're always trying to pump that on us, the USFL. Going back, uh, I think Trump was involved with the USFL at one point. But I'm all NBA, all everything, until fantasy football starts back up again. Of course, NCAA, whatever. I'm not getting involved with the USFL. But as we head into NBA All-Star Weekend, it seems like a yearly thing. The dysfunction, broken down, beaten up, I mean, just mutilated NBA slam dunk contest. How this has turned into a, a joke, a mockery. And I hate to say it, but it started with LeBron James. LeBron James, who still could win the NBA slam dunk contest if he wanted to or compete very, very hard and diligently. Never competed in the slam dunk contest, and it has been downhill ever since. Of course, there's been some great slam dunk contests in the last 20 years because that's how many years LeBron James has played, but... He's the biggest slam dunking star in the NBA who never competed in a slam dunk contest. And now you got guys like John Morant, Zion Williamson, who obviously forgets slam dunk contests for Zion Williamson. We don't know when this guy's ever going to play again. This guy's always fucking hurt. Zion Williamson can't stay healthy. It's pretty pathetic. It's pretty sad. I feel bad for him because he was playing great. Shut up, you fuck. Anyway, John Morant, Mr. Shit Talker's 22, 23 years old. Loves dunking on everybody. Now nobody will compete in the slam dunk contest. This year, we have a guy who's in the G League. There's a G League player 
participating in the NBA slam dunk contest. I ain't watching it. I am not watching it. That is disrespectful. The fact that they couldn't get six, eight dudes to perform in the slam dunk contest. Now you got dudes from the G League. This dude, Mac McClug, this white dude who, if you follow basketball, you probably saw his highlights from when he was in high school. Then he went to college. Then he got drafted by this team, that team, and he's still trying to make it into the NBA. I am not sure if he's actually played in an actual NBA game. But the fact that you have a dude from the G League playing in the NBA slam dunk contest is just, I mean, it's the NBA slam dunk contest. You don't want to compete in it, John Morant? What happened? This used to be such a coveted, exciting, something to be proud. You won the slam dunk contest. And now you got Mac McClung, Kenyon Martin Jr., who obviously, Kenyon Martin, friend of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, I want him to win. New York Nick Jericho Sims, who could jump 50 inches but doesn't dunk in the game. And some other guy who's done a few in dunk. But I want the stars, man. It's the NBA All-Star Weekend Slam Dunk Contest. And, and no stars will compete in the Slam Dunk Contest? I mean, this is... How are you too good to play in the NBA Slam Dunk Contest? Especially on the weekend that Michael Jordan is turning 60. Michael Jordan is 60 years old. I mean, Michael Jordan, Dominique, Dr. J, Larry Nance, Vince Carter, Kobe Bryant, Donovan Mitchell, Steve Francis. I was at that dunk contest in Oakland at the Oracle Arena. I believe that was, what year was that? Shit. Damn, that was 2000. I was at that dunk contest. Tracy McGrady competed. He lost. Steve Francis, he lost. But there was no embarrassment. There was no shame in losing. They competed. They had a fun time. And Vince Carter won. And we look at those clips over and over and over and over and over. Now you got a G League guy competing in the slam dunk contest the same weekend that Michael Jordan who used to get down in the slam dunk contest. Him and Dominique Wilkins was like the Ali Frazier of slam dunk contests. It baffles me every single year that I have to make a conversation about no NBA players, no stars wanting to compete in the NBA slam dunk contest. I don't know what the fuck happened. How dare you? It's crazy to me. But this is what's happened. These guys... Not to say that the older guys were perfect and they weren't bitch assholes and all this sort of thing, but it's just, it's just, a, it's just a sign of the times. Things done changed. Things done changed. I don't know. It's crazy. But like I said, every year, you know what's the thing about every year? This is the 900th. The 998th 
I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. You are listening to the 998th I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, which is insane. Next week, we will be hitting the thousandth episode mark. 1,000 episodes of disruption. That's a milestone. Professional podcasting. We have not missed a week. Maybe one week. I think maybe we missed one week. Or one, I don't know. I don't, maybe we didn't miss a week. I don't know. I, I know I podcasted when I was in the hospital when I had pneumonia. 1,000 episodes. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the Dust Brothers. I'm proud of the fans. I'm proud of the, the ebbs, flows, the highs. The controversies that we continue to put on fantastic, disruptive shows week after week. Next week on our thousandth, I found uh, since I've been saying thousandth, it ain't what, thousandth, thou, thou, uh, one, a hundred, I don't know, one thousandth, th- 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 what is it? One thousandth. Episode. What, what do you want to say, babe? You want to you want to congratulate congratulate. I want to congratulate you, but I want to say that you you've done a, almost a thousand next week, and I've been on how many times? You've been on about seven, eight. No, I think like three. This is ridiculous. Well, we need more uh, episodes with you coming up uh, at past the thousandth mark. I think you should do a poll. Ask the people what they want. They want more, Miss Rappaport. Well, we got plenty to go, but I'm patting myself on my back. I'm patting the uh, the Dust Brothers on the back, and I'm patting you, the fans, on the back and sincerely appreciate you guys rocking with us all this time, you know, through the changes and this platform, and you know the deal. All the, the controversy, the craziness, the comings, the goings, this, that, and the third. And uh, next week when we hit that milestone, I have Chris Mullen will be joining me. Two-time Dream Team member, NBA Hall of Famer. Like I said, Brooklyn's finest. You got Tony Monero. You got Jay-Z. You got Chris Mullen. One of the great Brooklynites of all time. Rocking with me on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, the one thousandth episode and and like I said I am very proud of that man when I was thinking uh, I was talking to somebody at iHeart about it you know this has become like part of my life podcasting and expressing myself through the podcast it's like I hope you guys know that I need to do it but without the fans Without the fans, you're just a guy talking to yourself into a microphone. And that's when you may uh, have to get checked in somewhere. That's when you may uh, be considered 730-5150. Because we don't want to be podcasting to ourselves. So I appreciate you guys uh, rocking with the I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast this entire time and going forward. I am Rapport Podcast. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? 
Will it go down? Or inflation. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare Lemon is a fucking joke. You're like, we, how, how did we get from one? That's a segue. That's just called a hard cut segue. This fucking guy, Don Lemon, is a clown. And I'm sick and tired of these Jack Faking, Move Faking, Jack Fakers on CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. And I blast the. Tucker Carlson's and I blast the Sean Hannity's and the obviously sick fucks like Alex Jones and I've talked about this Don Lemon before he's full of shit so Nikki Haley who just announced she's running for president she said that Quote, we're ready to move past the stale ideas, faded names of the past, and we are more ready than ever for a new generation to lead us in the future. And she's suggesting that mandatory mental competency tests should be given to politicians over 75 years old. And I say, I agree. I'm not an ageist. I think all these politicians should be taking Mental competency test. Now, how you figure that out, how you divvy that out, I have no idea. But you think pig dick Donald Trump and smoking Joe Biden would pass these mental competency tests? Fuck no. I also want physical fitness tests. This guy Fetterman from Pennsylvania, he just checked himself into the hospital for depression. I got no problem with people having depression. Okay? But we need to know who and what we're voting for. Nonetheless, Nikki Haley, 
uh, from South Carolina, the former governor. You know, she's trying to get away from the the hierarchy, the the ironclad fist of pig dick Donald Trump. So she said that uh, people over 75 should get mental competency tests. I agree. And I could say, see, I'm not, I'm not one of these people who's like, just, well, they're Republican. I disagree. I don't give a fuck. I come from the uh, political party of common sense. Anyway, Disco Don Lemon was on CNN the other day, and he commented about Nikki Haley by saying this. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, play what a Disco Don Lemon said about Nikki Haley. I think that... I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What are you that's talking about? That's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll if you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say 20s, 30s and 40s. I don't necessarily. 40s. Oh, I got another I'm not saying decade. I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that, you know, politicians aren't in their prime. you need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for, like, child-bearing? Or are you talking about prime for being president? Just say what the facts are. Google it. Everybody at home, when is a woman in her prime? It says 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I'm just saying Nikki Haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime. And they need to be in their prime when they serve because she wouldn't be in her prime. Where's the outrage over Disco Don Lemon, this jack-faking clown? Where are all the cis white women? They should be protesting in the streets over what Disco Don Lemon says. That women, my wife's 53 years old. She's a badass bitch, Don Lemon. What the fuck are you talking about in her prime? Her fuck style's buckwild. No disrespect. What the fuck you know about women in their prime, Don Lemon? What do you know about anybody being in their prime? Where's the outrage? Where are all the white women to complain about openly gay African-American Don Lemon saying that women over 51 are not in their prime? Where's the fucking outrage? They would be protesting in the streets, going crazy, screaming and yelling and posting and this, that, and the third. Me, personally, I don't give a fuck if you're on CNN, MSNBC, Channel 2, Channel 4. I call it as I see it. Don Lemon has said some wild shit in the past. He's full of shit. He's a jack faker. He should be fired off of CNN. Because if this, if this was a straight white male, they would be calling for him to be fired. This shit is ridiculous. Especially with this fucking clown, Don Lemon. This guy's a fucking clown. A total fucking clown. Nobody's saying anything. Where are all these cis, straight, white actresses? Where are all these cis, straight, white protesters? They don't, they would be lit. If I said that, if me, Michael Rapport, I said that about women, I'd be done. Canceled. Finished. Cooked. Nobody's saying anything about Don Lemon. I am. This guy's a fucking joke. He's been a fucking joke. This is not a, a, a liberal, liberal guy, this Don Lemon guy. He's full of shit, this guy. He said fucking whack shit in the past about hip-hop, 
about hip-hop culture. And then he says this. Fuck your apology. Remove this motherfucker. His ratings stink anyway. No one tunes in to CNN or CNN at night or CNN in the morning to watch Don Lemon. He's a joke. I'm calling for his firing right now. What else is going on? Yo. Me and my wife, uh, where were we? Who the hell knows? Phoenix? Yeah, I think we were in Phoenix. We were still in Phoenix. Watch this documentary on Hulu. Yo, this documentary on Hulu is very disturbing. Very, very disturbing. It's a three-part series called Stolen Youth Inside the Cult at Sarah Lawrence. And I actually gave the guy who this documentary revolves around, Larry, I gave him a Sick Fuck of the Week award in 2022 because he's a sick fuck. I didn't know how much of a sick fuck he actually is. Not was, is. Because even though he's locked up, this guy is a manipulative, lying, sick, twisted fuck. And this documentary on Hulu is is really, really, really disturbing. Um, and it's about this guy, Larry, who it later on in the documentary, the people that he got into his cult. And, and I know people throw around that word cult a lot. This motherfucker was a cult leader. One of these charming, lying, manipulative, sick, twisted fucks who preys on the vulnerable, the weak. So this guy, Larry, is the father of a young girl named Talia who was a student at Sarah Lawrence, the college in New Jersey. And Larry, who, you know, his name's Lawrence Ray. Sometimes he goes by Ray. Sometimes he goes by Lawrence. Sometimes he goes by Larry. Listen, right there, red flag. Motherfuckers got like, you know, different names for different situations that they might put themselves in. Larry gets out of prison. Another red flag. His daughter's at Sarah Lawrence. Eight students are living in a dorm in Sarah Lawrence. And Talia says, oh, my dad just got out of prison. He was in prison because of this, you know, situation. It was like some money tax something. Nothing, nothing major, nothing violent. And he was taken advantage of and... He's a great guy, and he was in the military, and blah, 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 blah. Can, can he come stay with us, live with us in the dorm for a couple of weeks? Red flag? That's three red flags. Anyway, the kids in the dorm room, these are kids, 18, 19 years old. They go, okay, fine, we'll let him stay there. And, you know, he starts to, uh, you know, live with the, the kids, and... You know, they start to get to know him better. And at first it seems like, oh, he's just this, this quirky older guy, almost like, you know, you know, fun guy. And he would clean up around the, the dorm, this, that, and the third. And next thing you know, he's having conversations with this female child, 19. You say, oh, that's not a child. Listen, 
A 57-year-old guy, 53-year-old guy shouldn't be fucking hanging around 18, 19-year-old kids in a dorm room living with them. I don't care what the fucking situation is. Anyway, time goes by. You know, Larry starts helping out this one with her self-esteem. He's helping out this one with his self-esteem and his sexuality. A couple of weeks go by. Larry's no longer living in the couch. Larry's living in the bedroom. He's sleeping in the bedroom with one of these girls, one of his daughter's friends. Next thing you know, he's taken over the entire dorm room. He starts trying to turn this one brother and sister that lived in the dorm, their dorm room, against their family. He starts turning them against each other. And he takes over the fucking, the lives of these eight kids. Cut to after their sophomore year, they're living in an apartment in Manhattan, eight of them, a small one-bedroom apartment that it turns out that Larry somehow, some way, because he's a manipulative cult leading brainwashing cocksucker, he took over from his lawyer. He's got these six college students, because two of them left, two of them got out of there. We're like, we're getting the fuck away from this freak. He's got them all living in this apartment. And one thing leads to another, another thing leads to another thing. Then it's down to four of them. And then he brings in another person's sister and this, that, and the third. And then, you know, a few years later, you know, one of them's his girlfriend and the other one's his girlfriend. And the one thing about the documentary, we kind of lose track of the daughter because like, where the fuck is the daughter Talia? Like what happened to her? And then inevitably in their senior year, um, they're basically working for him. They're doing construction work for him. And sadly, which is really fucked up, after they graduate college, one of the girls starts prostituting for this scumbag Larry. Seven days a week, he's beating them up. He's threatening them. He's scaring the shit out of them. He's turning them, literally, had turned the brother and sister totally against their family at that point. To the point where the two, the brother and sister who have turned against their family, they start extorting their mother and father at his advice. They, they, yo, I, I don't think I'm explaining the details of it very well, but it's another fascinating, so frustrating cult documentary to watch. And you're watching it, and you really do understand how this could happen. You you wish and you hope and you pray and you're like, it would never happen to me and how could this, how could they let this happen and it's a brother and sister and then they take a bit. It's terrible. But after watching all these cult documentaries, these sick fuck documentaries throughout the years, the Wild Wild West, the Bikram yoga documentary guy, the Scientology documentary that documentary seduced about that sex cult, the NXI documentary, and all these just documentaries about these sick fucks of people who weasel, manipulate, brainwash their way into people's lives. I understand how this could happen. 
especially to young people, because people are vulnerable. People, people want to be led. People want to feel like they're being heard. People want to feel like they're not alone in all these fucking things. And when you get one of these deviant, manipulative, brainwashing, creep, cocksuckers, they prey on the weak. They could smell it. And this guy was, you know, lying about how he was in the military and he was, you know, the CIA and Gorbachev and he was a Marine. And it's all, it was all fake. It was all lies. And, you know, then they would start taking Adderall. He got them all hopped up on Adderall. And this one girl that he took advantage of, she was like a week away from becoming an actual doctor. She was going to, she was in, in medical school. She was about to become a doctor. And he convinced her that the people that she was working with or against her and they were going to try to kill her and that it, it, it's just it's fascinating it's frustrating it's sad it's pathetic but you should definitely watch it if you're into these kinds of films huh. um it's called stolen youth it's on hulu like i said it, it is really fucking frustrating um, inevitably, this cocksucker uh, uh, wound up going to prison, federal prison. He should go to real prison because he's just a piece of shit. But this is the type of guy uh, in prison, federal or real prison, he's so cunning, he's so manipulative, he's so smart, and he's so sick that he'll take over the prison because he just has a way of like just talking to people and manipulating them and lying and all this stuff. But I guess in prison, you're in there with a bunch of other people like that, so it's probably not that easy. Anyway, like I said, it's three parts. It's called Stolen Youth, The Cult at Sarah Lawrence, and it is a definite sick fuck documentary about a true blue sick fuck Larry Ray. Sick bastard. Anyway, done. Came saw, disrupted, came, saw, disrupted. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the I Am Rappaport stereo podcast. Come see me in Milwaukee the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th of March. All tickets, all information for the rest of my shows are available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Let's end this puppy with something real nice. Let's end this puppy with something real loud. But most importantly, let's end this I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast with something real funky. I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I'm out. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50.
Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.